the ICC Imara podcast. Here at ICC Imara, we're all about connecting people to God and to each other, challenging believers to Christ-likeness, and changing the world. From wherever you're listening, we hope you'll be encouraged by this message. Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. My prayer is that the Lord has continued to encourage us uh, through these tough times and the joy uh, that he has placed in our hearts will continue to keep us trusting in him. We are grateful to God uh, that Jesus Christ is our Lord and we continue to celebrate that uh, he is risen. We have said again and again uh, that we shall continue to affirm one another in the Lord because he has uh, given us uh, that surety that he is uh, our Lord. So this morning I just want to encourage you, whatever you may be going through, whatever challenge that has faced you, be encouraged in the Lord and know that he is alive, he is risen, and he knows Um, your challenges, and he is going to be there for you. May he be your strength, may he be your hope, and that uh, you will know that the Lord himself is with you this morning, and he is listening to your prayers. Last week, we looked at the first resurrection, and today, we are going to continue with this series, uh, with the glorious resurrection, the second part of it, And uh, last uh, week, we looked at uh, the five appearances of resurrection for the Lord Jesus Christ on the first day after he resurrected. Today, we are going to look at uh, different scriptures uh, that uh, give the story of the Lord Jesus Christ's resurrection in the next uh, 39 days, in total 40 days. As you have realized, we are calling this Salmon Series uh, After 40. And basically what we are looking at, we are looking at the 40 days of our Lord Jesus Christ after resurrection. And thereafter, what is it that is expected of us after the 40 days? What is our role after the 40 days? Because Jesus, uh, in 40 days, he he ascended into heaven, but we have been uh, left with the task of ensuring that the gospel continues to continues to be preached. Let's look at the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, and we are going to read from verse 1 to 11. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 1 to 11. Now, brothers and sisters, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, which you received and on which you have taken your stand. By this gospel, you are saved. If you hold firmly to the word I preached to you, otherwise you have believed in vain. For what I have received, I passed on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas and then to the twelve. 
After that, he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers and sisters at the same time, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles, and last of all, he appeared to me also as to one abnormally born. This is Paul speaking. For I am the least of the apostles, and do not even deserve to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace to me was not without effect. No. I worked harder than all of them, yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. Whether then uh, it is I or thee, this is what we preach, and this is what you believed. Praise the Lord. Paul is giving us uh, a narrative of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. And he is summarizing the whole story, and he is talking about uh, the resurrected Christ, and he is talking about uh, um, how Christ appeared to different people as an affirmation of uh, the risen Lord. And sometimes uh, there is doubt even up to today that uh, the Lord is, uh, is risen. And, and people, uh, you know, keep talking about different versions of the events and what happened. But for us as believers, this is our hope. Otherwise, our faith would be in vain. So last week we talked about five resurrection appearances in one day. Today, we are going to look at another five resurrection appearances, uh, starting from the six uh, resurrections at different uh, times until the accession of our Lord Jesus Christ. As a confirmation and as a reminder to ourselves that indeed the Lord himself is risen, that his uh, rising was not a hoax, that Jesus Christ uh, indeed fulfilled what he had uh, prophesied, and that his resurrection is the truth of the gospel that we preach today. The sixth resurrection happened uh, to the 11 apostles in the upper room. And it is recorded in the book of John, chapter 20, from verse 24 to 31. And the second cancer of the appearance was mainly to a brother or an apostle called Thomas, who was not with the disciples earlier when Jesus appeared to them. Jesus had appeared to the other disciples, but Thomas was not there. And when he was told by the brothers that they had seen the Lord, this is what Thomas said to them. He said, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my hand into his side, I will not believe it. He was very, very, very clear. I'm not believing any of these stories that you are giving me. And one week later, the Lord Jesus Christ enters into this house where they had locked uh, th themselves, uh, hiding from the Jews. They were afraid, uh, you know, of the events that had happened, and they were afraid that they could be the next ones to be put on that cross. And this time... Thomas was with them, and the Lord Jesus Christ just appears. And then he says this to, to, to Thomas, Put your finger here. See my hands. 
Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Well, of course, uh, Thomas was in shock that uh, indeed he had seen the Lord. And he was no longer the doubting Thomas. He became the believing Thomas. And it was very, very important uh, that Thomas, uh, you know, uh, believed because he was among the 12 disciples. And you can imagine what would have happened if uh, one of the disciples continued uh, to disbelieve that uh, Jesus is, uh, you know, risen. It would have caused doubt uh, to everyone else and more particularly to the religious uh, leaders. This is what they would have looked for. This would have been good fodder for them to continue with their story that there is no way that Jesus has risen. And this resurrection is very important to many of us because there are many of us that have doubts. There are many of us who have heard, we have read the Bible, but we are yet to make a decision to follow our Lord Jesus Christ. And there are many theories. There are many things that we do. Sometimes we are taken away by the things of this world and we remain the doubting Thomases. But this sixth resurrection is for us so that we may continue to believe and that we may know that indeed Christ is risen and he is living. You know, Jesus cares about even one. Look, he appears very, very specifically for the sake of Thomas. And Jesus is prepared for you alone. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what kind of life you have left. It doesn't matter the doubts that are in your heart. Jesus is able to visit you alone. And he, he, he is uh, prepared uh, to receive you. He is uh, prepared to hurry your, your, your doubts and to convince you that indeed that he is risen because he died for your sake. He died for you. He is there for you even though you have things within your heart that you, you continue to wrestle with. You know, Jesus knew his disciples very well, including Thomas, and that is why he had to appear in person. He knows us very well, each of us by name. He is prepared to prove to you that he is living. It does not matter even if you are the only one who was not believing in the whole world. Jesus would still have died. So we, we, we look at this resurrection as part of uh, the preparation of the disciples to the ministry that was uh, ahead of them. And it was uh, very important uh, that uh, they, 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 they were reading from the same script. You know, Arya Jesus had uh, sent them out to go and do ministry. And he wanted uh, Thomas to be part of the sent disciples. Just as today, Jesus wants uh, you to be part of of those that he is calling after his accession to continue testifying on the goodness of God. So I have a question for you. What doubt do you have in your faith? What are some of the things that you are wrestling with? And I think this is something that you needed to think about and, 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 and go to the scriptures and read or have someone walk with you through the word of God. And you will come indeed to see and to believe that indeed the Lord is risen and he is living. 
The seventh resurrection appearance was to some seven disciples who had followed Peter to go back fishing. If you read the book of John chapter 21, verse 1 to 25, you will see the story. Peter just told the other disciples, hey, I'm going back fishing. This story, it is not really adding up, and I'm going back fishing. And he had disciples that said, we are going to come with you. But as it may be, they went and they fished the entire night. And the Bible records that they caught nothing. Read for yourself that story in John 21. They caught nothing. And Jesus appeared to them at a time in the morning, very early in the morning, a frustrated lot of fishermen. The whole night, uh, you know, they had uh, tried their hand in this newfound business that uh, they had, uh, uh, you remember, they were, they were fishermen before. But uh, they go back and they realize, oh, things have changed. This is not the way we used to do business. But Jesus appears uh, to them and he provided for them a breakfast. Hallelujah. What a good Lord we serve. So Jesus appears early in the morning, and he asks them, Hey, have you caught anything? And of course they have not caught anything, and they say we have been fishing all night. At this time they don't realize who is this man speaking to us. Maybe perhaps they were even thinking this man is mocking us, that uh, you know, the whole night we have not uh, uh, you know, caught anything. And he tells them to throw the net. And as they throw the net, the Bible records that they caught 153 large fish. It was such a big hole that, uh, you know, the... The, 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 the nets were being stretched, and immediately they realized who it was. And when Peter knew that this is the Lord, you know, he had removed his outer garment and he put it on and he dived into the water. The rest of them helped to tow, uh, you know, the boats to the show. And when they got to the show, they find Jesus here. And I, I don't know where he, he got the fish. Of course, he has power. He commanded the 153 large fish to get into the disciples' nets. And they find that he had already prepared a breakfast for them. You know, Jesus once again was demonstrating to them that he had the authority over everything, including the fish in the sea. And many times when we are in doubt, especially when we are going through tough times, we can get to this space where we feel, uh, you know, can really God provide for me? Can he indeed be able to feed me when I have lost my job? Can Jesus come through for me when my business has gone down? Can Jesus be there when I desperately need, you know, finances for my rent, for my school fees, for my children's upkeep, for my family? And we are at a time when many jobs and businesses have gone down with the effects of COVID-19. And in our doubt, we can get carried away to seek for ourselves elsewhere. But Jesus at this time wants to prove to the disciples that it is only in me that you have hope. And that is why he comes, you know, here and he starts to minister to them by way of provision. And I want to encourage you, my brother, my sister, this morning, that he is able to minister to you, to provide for you, just like he did with the disciples. 
It didn't matter to him that they had left, uh, uh, you know, what he had called them to do following him, and they had gone back fishing, but he once again demonstrated to them that he is the one who held the authority. So I just want to encourage us uh, this morning that uh, just as uh, Jesus uh, uh, used this opportunity to minister to these uh, disciples, and uh, if you read that scripture, you will see later on how he uses uh, the opportunity as well to restore Peter into ministry. It doesn't matter where, whether you, you used to be a follower of the way, and now you have you know, started to follow your own other things, the, the, the important thing is to know that when you turn to the Lord, He is ready and willing to receive you and continue to use you the way you are. This is what he did with Peter. He restored Peter, and Peter became one of the greatest evangelists of all times. And uh, we know that he became the greatest uh, propagator of the gospel. He was a good preacher. He preached immediately at the beginning of the church. You will see he preached and over 3,000 people came to the Lord. And I'm speaking to you this morning to give you hope and for you to know that Jesus is resurrected for you and your situation even as you are in dire need. So have you ever been carried away or have you ever been tempted, or have you ever abandoned your faith? What did it take for you to come back? What is it that you can encourage somebody else with? May the Lord continue to remind you that he is living, and he is living for you and me. Let's look at the A, the resurrection appearance, and this time it was to the 11 apostles and about 500 other disciples, you know, who had followed the Lord on a mountain in Galilee. And there are various scriptures that talk about this in Matthew chapter 28, verse 16 to 20, First uh, Corinthians 15 and verse 6, and Mark 16, verse 15 to 18. And at this time, uh, there was a lot, uh, you know, that was going on uh, following the resurrection because there was the tug of war. The believers were trying to tell everyone that the Lord is risen. The women were going out and saying, no, we were there, we were at the tomb. We saw that he is no longer in the grave. He is risen. And they, you know, they are trying to convince everybody that he has appeared to the disciples and to many other people. And this time Jesus chooses to appear not just to the 11, but 500 other followers of the way. And, uh, uh, you know, at this time it is uh, for Jesus to take away the doubt that was in the heart of those who had not seen him. And there would be more and more witnesses that who would be speaking and saying, indeed, yes, the Lord is risen. Because what was happening was that at that same time, the chief priests and other religious uh, leaders were trying to discount the resurrection story. And they were bribing even the soldiers that had been left to guard the grave. And they gave them money. They gave them money and they told them, but the Bible says they gave them a large amount of money. And they told me, hey guys, you go and say that his disciples came at night and stole his body when you were asleep. And even when the authorities, uh, you know, question you, we will be there to defend you. Now... <laughs> 
uh, you know, this was not going to be taken away from the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is why he appears uh, to 500 others plus uh, the 11 apostles. Why? Because he needed to discount these lies. And you know, there is no way that we can doubt uh, the, uh, uh, the testimony of uh, over uh, 500 other than his disciples. You know, they could say his dis the, the 11 were too close to Jesus and they could say anything. After all, they are part of those who stole his body. But the 500 saw Jesus with their own eyes. And this was important so that all of us could believe. It is on this basis, it is on this authority that now after that Jesus told his disciples to go and make more disciples, to preach the gospel, to baptize those who will believe and to teach the word of God. These are the scriptures are talking about the Great Commission. And it is with this same authority that we stand today, not on our own, but on the authority that has been given to us through the Lord Jesus Christ to go and tell others. So our story, our testimony, will continue after the 40 days. We must continue testifying that indeed we have seen the Lord. We have experienced him in our lives. We must tell others that he is living. We must tell others that you can be free from bondage of sin and death because our Lord is risen and he is free. So do you believe that all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to our Lord Jesus Christ? God the Father has given it to him. How will you use that authority that again has been given to you through the Lord Jesus Christ, now that it belongs to you, how will you use it to tell others and to go out and testify on the risen Lord? That is our challenge. Because Jesus did his work at the cross, and he gave us the great commission. He commanded us to go and preach the gospel. Are you doing your part? The ninth resurrection appearance was to James. And James was the half-brother of Jesus Christ. He was his half-brother. And there are various scriptures that, that speak about this appearance. In 1 Corinthians 15, 7, we, we, we saw it. And this half-brother of Jesus, at first, very, very interesting did not believe that Jesus was the Messiah. You can read it in John chapter 7 and verse 5. Now, this was a brother of Jesus. And for the three years that he had been living with his brother, he never believed in him. He never believed that he was the Messiah that God had sent. And so, perhaps, as a member of the family, he was just saying, oh, this pretender, brother of mine, he now look at what has happened. He had himself uh, crucified. I wish he would have listened uh, to me. But it was important uh, that this uh, testimony also comes from the family. And I believe this is why Jesus appeared uh, to his brother. And uh, he appears to James. And the Bible records after seeing the risen Lord, 
he became a believer. Hallelujah. He even became, it is recorded in Acts chapter 15 and verse 13, he became one of the leaders in the church in Jerusalem. He is uh, the same James who wrote to answer the beautiful letter of the book of uh, James. Now, as uh, we listen to this appearance to his brother, I just want to challenge us. Are you believing God for the salvation of your family? And perhaps you have given up. And perhaps uh, maybe you have been the lone ranger in your home and you have been, uh, you know, cast out and, 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 and your brothers or your sisters or members of your family do not believe in your salvation. And perhaps uh, you have resulted in giving up. Even Jesus' brother did not believe until after the resurrection. Hallelujah. And I just want to encourage you, do not give up. Pray that the Lord reveals himself to your family. I want to challenge you today, don't give up on them. Jesus never gave up on his brother. He appeared to him. And I can imagine the conversation that took place. Perhaps Jesus went to James and told him, Brother, well, I know you have not believed me all these days, but here I am. Maybe like Thomas, see my hands, see my side, see where they put the nails. But today, I am alive. I want to tell you, it is possible for the Lord to call up your family, and they will not be lost. Do not give up on them. Do not give up on them. I want to, to give you some homework. Go home and write down the names of your family members that you have been praying for. Write each one of them and start believing God for them. And, uh, uh, you know, as uh, your assignment after the 40 days of resurrection, your assignment is continue to pray for them daily. Look at those names and mention them before the Lord. Let uh, the Lord know that, you, you know, your heartache for your family and challenge them that indeed the Lord is risen and I'm sure that the Lord is going to come through for you. The 10th uh, resurrection appearance was uh, to the 11 on Mount uh, Olive. Luke uh, chapter 24, verse 50 to 53. This was the accession of Jesus into heaven in the presence of his disciples. And uh, the Bible says that uh, Jesus, uh, you know, took uh, his disciples with him to Mount Olive. This uh, uh, Jesus, uh, who, you, you know, who had finally come back, was, uh, you know, uh, uh, risen from the dead. He was now about uh, to rise, to return to where he came from, to rise and go to the Father. This was a really significant event that was about uh, to take place. And Jesus, uh, when they got here, the Bible says that he lifted his hands and he started uh, to speak blessings over his disciples as they stood and as they watched. And as he was uh, raising his hands and, uh, you know, uh, blessing them, um, uh, you know, Angels came and, and, and they started to take him up. I cannot imagine what a difficult moment it was for them, for the disciples to watch Jesus leave now for the final time to go and be with the Father. But Jesus had done his work in the three years and in the 40 days he had appeared and the scriptures talk about so many miracles that some of them are not even recorded because there were too many. But Jesus 
had fulfilled what he came to do. He promised them, though, that he is not going to leave them alone. And there was no need of them feeling, uh, you know, uh, afraid and feeling that he finally has gone. And uh, the Bible says in uh, Acts 1 and verse 9 that uh, when he returned to heaven immediately, we read that in the, in the book of Acts, immediately the Holy Spirit descended to comfort, uh, you know, the disciples and to empower them to spread uh, the gospel of salvation. And we can read that in Acts chapter 2. And today, this work is in our hands. It is us now to carry out, to ensure that this work continues. This same Jesus who ascended into heaven one day, he is going to return and to hold us to account on the work that he has left to us. So, brothers and sisters, as we come into conclusion, the events of the 40 days after resurrection, they came to affirm, to affirm us to continue with the work after the 40 days. That's why we are saying after the 40, after 40, where are we going? What work are we going to continue doing? What will you do after the 40 days? Jesus is coming soon for his harvest. What will you have to show? What will you present to him in the work that he has called you to do? The 40 days after resurrection are very significant in the Christian faith. They are the foundation of the after 40. That is the foundation of our faith and the gospel that we preach. It is the foundation of our ministry. It is our duty, you and me, to ensure that the great commission is fulfilled according to what the law, our Lord Jesus Christ has instructed us or instructed us. And so this morning I want you to be encouraged that the Lord indeed is alive. He is risen. He's already set up the scene for us to spread the gospel until he returns. May he help you, may he help me to remain faithful into this call of duty that he has given to each one of us. It is my prayer for you. It is my prayer for me that I will be available to be used of the Lord, that I will remain faithful, that I will not give up despite the circumstances. Right now we are living in extraordinary times when many are hopeless. But there is hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. We can speak to them that there is hope. We can tell them that the same Jesus who ascended into heaven will return one day. It does not matter. He assured us that he has conquered the world. And therefore we can afford to smile even in the midst of trouble. So it's my encouragement to you this morning. Would you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? Would you st stop doubting and get on to work? Believe in him and he is the change that you desire. Let me make a prayer for you. You're saying this morning, I want to follow this Jesus. I have heard the word of God. I have listened carefully. And I know that he is there for me. I pray that you will be able to make a decision to be a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. Shall we pray together? And if you're going to make a decision to be following the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray that uh, you will 
I ask you to pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I have heard the word of God. I believe in it. I believe today that you save those who believe in you. And I want to be saved today. Write my name in the book of life. And let me be called one of the followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. Help me from today to testify what you have done and to testify that you are living and that you save for the sake of many who have never heard about you. This I believe and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. For listening we hope this message has blessed you if this ministry has impacted your life you can help us reach others by partnering with us you can give through our website iccimara.org give be sure to subscribe to enjoy more messages like this have a great week